Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 6 this morning for a message titled, The Dozen. This is one of the great evidences of the truth of the gospel because people will die for a lie. I mean, people are suicide bombers die because they, they believe in their religion, but nobody will die for what they know to be a lie. And every single one of these guys saw the resurrected Jesus Christ and went to their death claiming that Jesus had rose from the dead. And so it's one of the great evidences of the faith. However, then we have Judas Iscariot, the traitor. Followed Jesus until things didn't go his way. His heart was never right. When he got the opportunity, he sold Jesus out. Then he went out, realizing that he betrayed innocent blood, and he hung himself. The branch broke. He fell headlong down a cliff, dashed himself on the rocks, and his guts spilled out. That's what the Gospels tell us. He didn't think Jesus was worth following. He didn't believe that Jesus was worth living for or worth dying for. He had his own agenda, his own desires. And that's that's challenging for us because are we living in a way that we believe that Jesus is worth living for or he's worth dying for? Or are we just living a life that's easy for us to live? A life where we, you know, have our American dream and everything's going the way that we want it to go and it just it's easy. Or are we somehow, are we doing something that takes us out of our comfort zone, listening to Jesus' voice, following his call, and going where he wants us to go? You know, I was sitting just a few days ago with a, a foster family who had lost two boys, and now they're considering taking in two new boys. And they said, are we crazy? I said, yeah, absolutely, crazy for Jesus. Is it easier for them to just not take those boys? Oh, yeah, it's way easier. Life would be super easy if you just live for yourself and not for the kingdom of God. But they're willing to put themselves out there and do what's difficult for the kingdom of God. And it's no different for a kid who goes out onto the mission field and, and trusts the Lord. Rather than living in a comfortable house in the United States, they live in a hut. And they try to reach people that don't speak their language that could kill them at any minute. It's easier to just live for ourselves and not to live for Jesus, but Jesus calls us to live for eternity and not for now. And that's what he was calling these guys to. He was calling them to death. He was calling them to die to themselves, but certainly to die physically when the time came. And they were willing to lay down their lives. They were willing to inconvenience themselves. They were willing to, to live with trouble, to not have a place to, to lay their head with Jesus as they followed him. And they walked with him. And I have to ask myself, am I that person who, when God calls me to spend all night in prayer, am I willing to do it? Am I, if God is calling me to take a, a foster child in or, or to, or to go and, and serve in that ministry that's not convenient for me or, or I just feel irritated because it's just too hard? Or am I going to do it by the power of the Holy Spirit because he's given me the right to be called the children, child of God and I'm going to go out and I'm going to do what's impossible for me, but it's not impossible for Jesus. 
What am I going to do what God has commissioned me to do as a child of God? Or am I going to shrink back in fear and say, oh, it's too hard. I'm not equipped for that. I'm not able to do that. You're right. But Jesus equips us to do what is impossible. Oh, I would suffer if I did that. Yeah, you will. You will. Because all those who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. It says, verse 17, He came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of His disciples. Notice there's a crowd, not just the twelve. There's a crowd of them, and He picks the twelve out of the crowd. And a great multitude of people from Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear Him, and He healed their diseases. And so they're, they're here on the plain. You're, this is interesting because in Matthew chapter 5, we read about the Sermon on the Mount. Here in Luke, and this is less known, is the Sermon on the Plain. The sermons are similar. And so Jesus did preach similar things to different people, but this is the Sermon on the Plain that he preaches to a multitude, and he preaches the Sermon on the Mount to another multitude, which we'll see that sermon next time. But here's this great multitude, people coming up from the south, from Judea and Jerusalem, people coming down from the north, from Tyre and Sidon, there to Galilee, where Jesus is, and he's healing their diseases, as well as those who are tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. You know, Jesus had every intention when those people came to him to heal them. And it says it says here in, in verse 19, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and he healed them all. He healed the people. He cast out their demons. He, he delivered them from darkness. He delivered them from the bondage of sin. But he also preached the good news to them. That the Messiah had come. And for us, the good news is that the Messiah has come, that he died on, on the cross for our sins, and he rose from the grave conquering sin and death. That's the good news that we have and that we can be called children of God, we can be called sons and daughters of God. And, and I think we make the mistake when we say, okay, well, Jesus healed people back then, but he didn't do that in the Old Testament too much, and he doesn't do it in now. You know, I think that a lot of people, I grew up believing that Jesus didn't heal people like that today. And yet, what's the reality of that? Well, in the Old Testament, remember in Psalm 103, we read it this morning, bless the Lord, O my soul, and bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all of our transgressions, who heals all of our diseases, who raises our life from the destruction and crowns us with loving kindness. Bless the Lord, O my soul. As far as the east is from the west, so far he's removed our transgressions from us. It says that as a father pities his children, so he pities those who fear him. And Jesus desires to heal us even today, to release us from the bondage of torment. And, and some of us, I don't know if you've ever been in that place where you've just been tormented in your thoughts. You can't even think straight. And a lot of times bitterness will do that to you. And the enemy just has a heyday with your mind as you just can't even think straight thoughts to even pray or to think things. And you're just so wrapped up in everything that the enemy, and you're just allowing the fiery darts of the enemy to just control your life. Or maybe you're bound up in disease or sickness or your health is deteriorating. Or maybe you have a, a son or daughter who's off the rails. They're not following Jesus. No matter where you are today, Jesus wants to touch you. He wants to heal you too. And He desires to bring healing to us, to, to bind up the brokenhearted, to comfort us in our losses, and even to heal our diseases. Now, I, I will say this. You know, if He does heal you, it's just tent repair. These are just tents that are wearing down and they're going to still wear down. You might be healed of cancer, but you're still going to die. Or you're going to be raptured, hopefully the latter. You know, it's just temporary. 
But maybe he does want to heal you. Maybe he does want to heal you so that you can serve him with greater ease. Or you don't have to have the pain every time you stand up. And so if you're here this morning and and you're just burdened, weary, heavy laden, Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest for your soul. Maybe your your mind is going crazy or maybe you're, you're sick. Or maybe you want to stand in for someone else who is sick. If you need healing, if you need a touch from Jesus, we're going to pray for you. Jesus does heal. He does restore. He, he heals our minds and he heals our hearts and sometimes he even heals our body. And so if that's you this morning, you're watching online, then I want you to pray along with us. And just, if you're that person who needs prayer, needs healing, just, just pray along with me. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I believe that I am a child of God. I believe that the evil one cannot touch me. I know that you've redeemed me. I know that you've saved me. And I want your healing. I want your touch today. Lord, that you'd forgive me of my sin. That you'd bring to mind the things that I need to repent of even now. Bitterness, frustration, evil things I've done to people, things I've done in the past that I regret. That I could confess and forsake those things. I renounce Satan and his works and the lies that he's spoken to me. And I ask for your healing. I ask for your touch. I ask for your deliverance. That you'd make me whole. That you'd make me clean. That I would see who I am in you. And that I'd accept all that you have for me, Jesus. And so, Jesus, I just pray for all these folks, Lord, and and those online who are just in need of a touch from you, Jesus. And I pray that you would dispel the works of darkness, that you would, that you would heal their bodies, that you'd heal their minds, that you would heal that, that loved one that they've stood for that is, is lost. And I pray that you would just draw them in. And Lord Jesus, we, we depend upon your power. Lord, there's nothing I can do. I, I have no power other than the power that you put, but we are coming to you in faith and the power that you put in each of us by your spirit, to heal us, to save us, to transform us. All we can do is serve one another, Lord, but you're the one who has the power. And so we ask, Jesus, that you would just touch us today. Heal us and strengthen us. Forgive us. Cleanse us. And make us fit for use in your kingdom. That you'd call us and you'd commission us and you'd send us out as well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.